How do I find a new job? How can I make a career change? And the biggest question of all, can I really find a career that I love? Hey, my name is Jen Smith, and I believe career success doesn't have to be at the expense of living a radiantly happy and healthy lifestyle. As a former HR leader and recruiter turned career coach, I get what companies are looking for when hiring top talent. What that means for you is an unmatched combination of insider knowledge and the best kept secrets about making heart-based career changes and navigating the ups and downs of job searching in today's world of work. Whether you're a recent graduate navigating the job market for the first time or a seasoned professional ready for a career change, this show is for you. So grab your coffee or your kombucha, pull up a seat and get ready to be challenged and inspired to move beyond your self-doubt and take the right next steps towards landing a career you love. Because you deserve a long, radiantly happy and healthy career. This is the Flourish Careers Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Flourish Careers Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Smith, and I can hardly believe it, but we've reached the end of season three of the pod. It is a snowy morning here in Western New York. There's kind of this light snow falling. I am up here in my treehouse, which feels really cozy as I look outside my window and I see my favorite evergreen tree with a white dusting all over it. I have a hot cup of coffee beside me and I'm excited to wrap up season three with one of my favorite topics that is so near and dear to my heart, which is friendships at work. One of the most critical components of a fulfilling career path is the work you do and the people you do it with. Those individuals who go beyond just being a colleague and become true friends can make the world of a difference in your professional journey. So I have a question for you. Do you have a best friend at work? If the answer is yes, that's fantastic. You are on the right track to a more enjoyable and fulfilling career. But if the answer is no, it might be an indicator it's time to consider a change. When I work with people who are contemplating a career change, this is one of the things we talk about. Do you have friends at work or do you have a best friend at work? Friends at work are more than just people you share a coffee break with occasionally. They are the people that you can count on. They really get you. They're the ones you can celebrate alongside when things are going well. And they're the ones who offer a shoulder to lean on when you're facing challenges. Most importantly, they create a welcoming and safe space for you to be you. It's the sense of belonging that makes a huge difference. This is someone that you can trust. So you can walk into their office, close the door and talk through a tricky situation, knowing that they're not gonna go blab to the rest of your coworkers. This is someone you know is cheering you on when you're not in the room. It's someone you can count on. And this is really hard, especially because we often have these professional guards up. And I will tell you that if you're willing to let that guard down a little bit, having a best friend at work can make all the difference. 
I recently stumbled on a book by Elin Hildebrand titled Five Star Weekend, and it got me pondering the concept of friendships at different stages of life and work. So in the book, the main character is like this foodie, influencer, blogger person, and she invites her best friends from various decades of her life to a weekend retreat. It's this elaborate weekend retreat. I won't spoil the story. I do recommend reading it. It's one of these kind of fun beach reads, but it got me thinking about friendships and particularly those that I formed at work throughout the years. And as I was contemplating this, I was thinking about self-employment. One of the things I was really nervous about was not having friends at work. So self-employment can be a lonely venture unless you put effort into it. And as an introvert, this is not something I'm naturally good at. So I knew I would have to work on it. And it got me reflecting on all the different aspects of my career in the professional world. And if I didn't have friends or best friends during certain stages of my career, I would never be where I am today. I have no idea where I'd even be. I don't even want to think about that. So in today's episode, I want to explore the significance of having friends at work. We'll talk about the signs of meaningful connections and what makes them so special. Talk about the studies and the research that confirms the positive impact of these relationships. And I'll share some specific steps I've taken to cultivate these connections. So whether an incredible group of friends currently surrounds you or you're yearning to find those connections, this episode is for you. So let's uncover the magic of work friendships together and learn how they can elevate our careers and our lives. So there was a time in my career when I relocated to six different cities in eight years. Now, this was all with the same company for new and exciting roles, but starting over that many times is a lot, especially when it comes to forming new relationships. And I will tell you, having a best friend at work, especially when you're relocating to a new city, is invaluable. So I'll never forget the day that I walked into my first job fresh out of college, ready to begin my career. This nervous excitement rushed through me as I stepped into corporate life. Little did I know that the friendships I would make there would shape my professional journey in completely unexpected ways. So I want to share a story. My very first day, I'll never forget this friendly face approached me. Let's call her Emily because I didn't tell her I was going to share this story. So she went out of her way to make me feel welcome. She introduced me to the culture. She showed me around and even offered guidance on my first few projects. So we instantly clicked. And from that moment on, we became fast friends, especially as one of few women in leadership roles in manufacturing. So one of the things in manufacturing is that the work environment is intimidating. So there's all these silver pipes and huge equipment and people everywhere. And it's very intimidating to try to get the lay of the land. 
So one of the things that Emily did was she walked me through the manufacturing plant. She showed me where things were. And as weeks turned into months, I realized how important it was just to ask somebody where something was or what a piece of equipment did. Emily wasn't just a coworker, she was an ally. So we collaborated, we shared ideas and supported each other during challenging times. She introduced me to other coworkers and people in the community. So I was able to expand my network, which really made me feel valued. And then one day, our team faced a pretty serious crisis. So there was a safety situation on our shift with when one of our team members got severely hurt and ended up in the hospital. Everything ended up to be okay, but Emily and I decided to take charge of this problem. So we needed to fix it to avoid having that type of situation happen again. We ended up working a ton of extra hours. We brainstormed innovative solutions and really worked to revamp this specific work area. Word of this spread throughout the office in the plant and our friendship grew stronger. Our colleagues admired our dedication and teamwork and our manager recognized our potential. So this was a really interesting situation that completely bonded us. And so then beyond our professional achievements, Emily and I's friendship extended outside the office. So we attended company events together. We celebrated each other's birthdays. We shared personal struggles and successes. And when you're alone in a new city, this is so, so helpful. This support system made the daily grind more enjoyable and we became each other's confidants and cheerleaders. The importance of having friends at work became so evident. So from this day on, I realized that having just one friend creates a nurturing environment, and I've treasured this friendship to this day. So Emily and I's story serves as a reminder that in business, success is often a product of professional excellence and the bonds we form with our colleagues. So ultimately, this story showcases that having a friend by your side in challenging experiences at work and life can make all the difference in your career and your overall well-being. Throughout my career, I've been super lucky to meet some incredible people who became even my best of friends, especially when moving to new cities, working a lot. My work friends were the only people I knew, and lucky for me, they were some amazing humans. And then as I transitioned to self-employment, my work relationships changed and I didn't realize how much I missed having real work friends until I stretched out on a limb to build new relationships and very natural ones where we have similar values and offer each other the energy of giving and receiving. So here's a little bit more about the signs of genuine connections that I've noticed recently. One is this very comforting feeling like you've known each other forever. So one of the most remarkable aspects of these special connections is this like uncanny feeling that you've known each other for a lifetime, even if you've only recently met. It's kind of like the two of you were old friends. You're effortlessly picking up where you left off 
despite the absence of any prior history. So this sense of familiarity is strong and that indicates you found a connection that transcends time and space. This recently happened to me in a group that I joined. There was an instant connection with each member. Nothing felt awkward and the connection is growing as we continue to work together. Another sign of a genuine connection that I take note of is anticipating meetings with excitement. So special friendships are not just about convenience or obligation. So whether you have a scheduled meeting, a casual coffee date, or you're simply just catching up over the phone, you view these moments knowing the time spent together is going to fill your cup. And if you had to cancel, you know that they're not going to be upset with you. So here's a little test you can do with yourself. If you have a meeting with someone on your calendar, how would you feel if it was canceled? Cancel elation is a term that I've heard and it stuck with me. Would I be elated that this meeting was canceled or would I be bummed out? Noticing how you feel can be a good indicator as to whether you have a special connection with someone and whether or not they might be considered a best friend at work. Another sign is when giving and receiving is a two-way street. A balance of give and receive characterizes special connections. It is not a one-sided relationship. So both people are willing to go above and beyond for each other. You find yourself doing things for this person without hesitation, and they would do the same for you. So this mutual support and willingness to lend a hand creates a nurturing bond. And this is really critical for a healthy relationship. It should be a balance of give and take. In contrast, an imbalance with one person consistently giving without receiving or vice versa can lead to frustration, resentment, and really strained relationships. So be cognizant of this and maintain that fair and equitable give and take dynamic. This is really crucial for harmonious work relationships and friends at work. And then lastly, elevating each other. So perhaps the most transformative aspect of friends at work is how they elevate you as an individual. So these connections are going to provide motivation, support, encouragement that can significantly impact you and your career. You're going to feel inspired to pursue your intentions with new energy because you know this person believes in you. Likewise, you're there to uplift them and together you both achieve more than you ever thought was possible. In a recent experience, I felt like I was being held up to the symbolic stage, kind of like crowd surfing at a concert. Now, I've never crowd surfed at a concert, but I've seen videos of people carrying humans across a crowd up front to the stage. And that's what I felt like in this experience. Frankly, I've never experienced anything like it before, but it was certainly a sign of true friendships at work. 
Now, I want to switch gears and share a little bit more about the impact of work friendships. So there are numerous studies that have explored the impact of friends at work, and the results consistently highlight their significance. So one study by Gallup found that having a best friend at work can lead to 7% increased engagement. And we all know that engaged employees are more productive, innovated, and committed to their organizations. Another study published in the Harvard Business Review revealed that employees who have strong friendships at work are happier and more likely to stay with their current employers. The support that work friends offer can reduce turnover and boost overall satisfaction. Research also emphasizes the role of trust and collaboration in work friendships. And honestly, this is the foundation of any strong relationship. But in the work context, it can lead to increased cooperation and information sharing. So colleagues who trust each other are more likely to collaborate, which can lead to better problem solving and higher productivity. In addition to that, studies have highlighted the positive impact of work friendships on mental health and well-being. So having someone to confide in during stressful times can significantly reduce anxiety and burnout. I will tell you that if I did not have friends during my first year of self-employment, which was 2020, we all know what kind of year that was, I don't know where I would be today. The support of work friends can create a more positive and inclusive culture and really help you build resilience and support your mental well-being. Work friendships also play a crucial role in creativity and innovation. So just like the story I shared in the beginning where Emily and I worked together to revamp this entire work area because of a critical safety issue. So collaborative environments where colleagues are comfortable bringing up new ideas and brainstorming together can lead to breakthrough innovations. So now we've talked about some of the research. Let's talk about how to find friends at work and a few things that have worked for me most recently. First and foremost, authenticity is the key to attracting friends at work in these special connections. So be genuine with your interactions. Don't be afraid to be yourself. When you're open and honest about your thoughts and your feelings and your energy and your intentions, you're more likely to attract like-minded individuals who resonate with your authenticity. Another tip here that has worked for me is to pursue your interests. So engaging in activities and pursuing things that genuinely interest you can lead to encounters outside your immediate work team. So maybe you participate in a volunteer event at work for a cause you believe in, or join an employee resource group with other like-minded professionals. I recently made a new friend in an online class. So we were in a breakout group together and hit it off. And since that class, we've gotten together multiple times. Our husbands have met and we've had a blast. So whether you're joining clubs, attending workshops, or participating in events related to your interests, you can increase your chances of meeting people who share your enthusiasm and values. 
In today's digital age, technology can be such a valuable tool for connecting with like-minded individuals. So join online communities in forums or social media groups related to your interests and passions. Engaging in meaningful discussions in these online interactions can lead to real-life connections with people who resonate with you. I've done this multiple times. Recently, I went out on a limb and emailed someone I've admired for years. I wasn't even sure if they would read the email, let alone get back to me. I let them know that I admired their work and their courage, and they responded, and now we've had multiple conversations, and we've even met in real life, and it's been so much fun. Finally, trust your intuition. When you meet new people, pay attention to your intuition. Sometimes you have a gut feeling that you've encountered someone special. Trust that feeling and take the initiative to nurture the connection. It might be the start of a best friend relationship that could change your career and your life. So you can take proactive steps to meet new people. You can remain patient and open-minded. All of this is important. You want to be receptive to the possibility that a chance encounter or even just a start of a casual conversation can lead to a lasting connection. So in conclusion, as we wrap up, work friends are genuinely magic. They offer a sense of familiarity, excitement, and mutual support that few other relationships can match. And when you find these connections, cherish and nurture them. They can transform your life in ways that you might not have imagined. So keep your heart open to meeting those exceptional individuals who make you feel like you found a piece of your spirit in another person. Speaking of friends, my circle has grown by welcoming incredible guests to our monthly Flourishing Together installments. So special shout out to each and every guest that we've had on the show. And as we wrap up this season, I have a delightful gift for you. We've curated a list of flourishing favorites recommended by our guests, along with the top five most downloaded episodes. So if you're seeking inspiration during the break between season three and season four, these valuable resources are a perfect starting point. And I will add them to the show notes so you have them at your fingertips. Season four is going to kick off in mid-January with all new topics, including how I swapped productivity for presence throughout 2023 and all the details as to what happened. We're going to dive deeper into the practice of heart-based intention setting and selecting intentions for the new year. I'll walk you through valuable tools for gaining career clarity And we're diving even more into the topic of the illusion of success. So you're not going to want to miss these thought-provoking discussions. Stay tuned, my friends. Season four is very exciting and kicking off in just a few weeks. And of course, don't miss out on season four by hitting that subscribe button and be the first to know when it launches. Thank you so much again and again for being part of this community. I look forward to being back with you in just a few weeks.